Today, you've been listening to Yes, Another Podcast on the Real Fun DC app. And as always, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter at yesanotherpod, and on IG, yesanotherpodcast. Well, Darius, apparently, we skip fall and jump straight to winter. <laughs> what is this all about? We went from... We went from maybe a couple days of hoodie season to full-on bring out your winter coats here on the East Coast. Pull out the Hilly Hansen. <laughs> Do people still rock those? I feel like those I, are kind of. I feel like they kind of like losses. Uh, it's kind of out of style now. Yeah, it's like it's like Hilly Hansens and North Faces definitely are not at the forefront like they were. Say, mm, let's go. Ago. Yeah, let's go three to five years ago. That, that period, Helly Hansons were all the rage. And of course, when we were in high school, it was all about North Faces and and people still in North Faces. I don't, I don't feel like it's... Helly Hansons, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like it's like that anymore, but I don't know. Maybe we're also older and don't care about fashion enough to care. Helly Hansons are overrated. It's overpriced. It's overrated. You can, you, you can be better off buying those other Columbia... <laughs> those Columbia... Um, Coats, ski coats. I'm laughing about Columbia. Columbia's a good joke. Good coach. Yeah, yeah, good quality. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, you you bit better off buying that, you know. Absolutely. But um, yeah, man, how you been? I um I don't know. I've I've had better days. Oh, <laughs> considering. Oh, oh boy. Oh man. Considering uh, you know, sports circumstances, of course. Uh sports is a lot of my life right now because of my job, but uh, because of both of my jobs actually. But uh but yeah, yeah right. uh Flex. you know, you uh I know things are going well for you in sports right well, we'll now. Get, we'll get to that soon. Which is part of part of my disdain, but we'll get to that later. But no, no, everything is everything's fine. Um uh, actually going to the we're recording this on a Sunday, going to the Wizards game tonight. So I'm pretty happy hyped up about that. My Wizards are six and three so far, having a good start to the season with this new squad. So I'm excited to go see them live and in person for the first time this year. Um go hang out with a couple of friends downtown. So uh of course I'm doing good. Appreciate it. Did they? Um, I know they got rid of the green turtle, which I'm not gonna trash the green turtle, but uh, good, <laughs> all right. I never was a big fan of the green turtle. Why is that? Well, put it this way I was never a fan of the green turtle in Germantown, Maryland, <laughs> which which was just awful. The green turtle in Germantown is in the same area as like the movie theater, yeah, yeah, over there. Oh, right. ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've, never, I've never been to that one, I know of that one, I've never been to that one. It's like right, right now they have um because like that, that whole I remember when they that, they built up that whole area because they had the transit center over there for the buses, and then like they built the um, movie theater which was, was a big deal for Germantown uh, yeah because the only I think the only place you can get a, go to the movies was like in Gaithersburg at the Rio or in the Kentlands at the time, and so of course, <laughs> but now like they built the um, movie theater and like they built a Red Robin and like a Carabas, but then it was like nothing else, and then they started building um. There was a there was a other place bar over there called um, Bailey's, which I used to like going to a lot because a lot of like the young people used to be over there. Mm-hmm. The service used to be horrible. The bartender used to be horrible. They they would never, <laughs> you know, the bartender would be flirting with the other girls or, or vice versa, and they would never acknowledge you. Like the order like, order a Heineken and would we'll come back twenty minutes later. And so, Yikes. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so but that it was like that that option or the Green Turtle, which was just like so gloomy dark in there there was no buzz everybody everyone looked this sloppy so yeah i've i've had some good experiences at green turtles i used to go to one in gambrels a lot um and then i've been to the one by the arena a few times but yeah now the one by the arena 
is uh, has turned into a sports book because, of course, sports betting is taking over the world and has taken over D.C. and Virginia, soon to take over Maryland. But uh, but yeah, it's a it's a William Hill sports book now instead of uh, the Green Turtle, which is which is cool because it's uh, connected to the arena. You can actually access the arena through it um, and or excuse me, vice versa. You can access the sports book through the arena, go and place your bets and then go back in and watch the game. See your bets come through. It's pretty interesting. You know what? If I was any good at parlays and all that stuff, I'll do it. But because look, I barely could play Tonk. <laughs> let alone sports betting. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, you know, to each his own. I can't, I can't, I can't rock with it. But uh, what can they follow you at? I can be followed at the underscore game, T-H-E underscore G-A-M-E, 836 uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, and on YouTube. All right. You can follow me on my personal page, that brother Los on Twitter and IG. Well, you know, if you heard the last episode or season premiere, you know I went to California uh, back in August. And we did a California show also. Well, I did a California show. Darius right. was not in California. Well, he was in California, but I was. we just missed each other. We were, we, were, we were the Cali boys in August. Yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> I was there at the beginning of August. You were there from the middle through the end of August. And we were like in some of the same spots too, which we did discuss on the previous episode but um i went back um last weekend actually you know whoa what you go back for well if it was some work related stuff ah uh, you know and then of course it was halloween also so it's like all right what's the best how and like you know go back for work plus it's halloween weekend and i heard halloween is a big deal in california and a big deal in la so I'm like why not um but first thing first <sighs> i missed my flight oh well that's a good way to start the trip that was a fantastic way to start a trip, right? Um, <laughs> for unforeseen um, reasons, I, I missed my flight. And then, like, the weather was really bad. And so the flight was delayed. And so now I missed my flight and had to go on the next one. Because I didn't take a direct flight to California. It was really a connecting flight. And so that flight really was to go down to Charlotte. Didn't get to Charlotte. And so... The, they had to put me on standby. And I was like, I've never done standby. I don't fly that often. So I don't know the rules to standby. So you got to kind of hope it and pray that like, you know, you're someone don't show up. So you hop on. So the plane, um, mind you, it was raining hard. Like, I don't know what last weekend. It was like the whole East Coast was like flooded and swamped. It's like a monsoon. And so like there was cancellations all over the country and all that stuff. And so when this flight came in, because the first flight I was on standby, and, you know, they had one, I think mean, two people got on and then everybody else was like, sorry. And so I had to wait like another two hours. Got, you know, got some food at this, you know, this low end Chipotle looking spot over here in BWI. And then when the plane came in, they're like, all right, they start boarding, whatever. And then like 20 minutes later, the guy comes out there and says, hey, uh, so we having issues with the plane and we sent our mechanic out to take a look at it. Yeah, you, you know that uh that you know that <laughs> that Twitter phase a couple of weeks ago where everybody was posting like uh red flags everywhere yes. on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Red flag, red flag, That's red flag. Really, yes. Red flag, red flag. And so I'm like, God. And, and so people were basically cuz the, the guy would keep coming out saying like, yeah, we 
we're going to probably be bored in about 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour later. Yeah, we'll be bored in 20 minutes. And so it became clear that um, this is going to take a lot longer than expected to the point where he was like, look here, man. I just talked to the pilot. The pilot was like, man, we don't know when we're going to leave. You know, so they work on it. You know, they got the guy, the tech guy finally came. I'm thinking the tech guy had just popped up when they said they had issues. No, the tech guy showed up like, a, like an hour and a half later. I'm like, geez. They had to put like change some components in like the cockpit. And they were like, oh, all right, we're ready to go. But at that point, it was a full, like, you know, when the plane arrived, it was a full plane. But two hours go by and a lot of people chose to take other flights to different directions. Oh, yeah, I bet. And so... I'm like, well, dang, should I even get on this plane? It's raining really hard. There's a storm outside, and the plane is somewhat broken. <laughs> How bad do I want to go to California? Do I want to go to California that bad? <laughs> hey, uh, Carlos, we got a seat for you. <laughs> is this the seat of doom? <laughs> <laughs> so we get on the plane, all right? And, um, about to take off and like you know i don't like i said i don't fly too often and so i'm thinking like damn they, they were working on this plane it's raining really hard storming we got cut through the storm and like the guy next to me he was fairly calm i was like i, I was like man you think we're gonna be all right he's like yeah they would he was like they won't let us on a plane if if the plane wasn't you know top shape top shape uh top-notch condition you gotta remember the pilots and the, the crew they all got lives too and so so they can't everyone air, is important on that aircraft that was a little bit more reassuring you know, we took off, you know, um, I mean, our, our pilot was a G because we kept going up, up through the, the storm. And I started thinking about that Denzel Washington movie, Flight, <laughs> the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie, Flight? Outside of, um, there's been a few um, plane movies that have been very dramatic when it comes to like crashing. Um, the movie Alive about the Honduras, not the Argentinian uh i think the rugby team they, they they crashed that was based off a true story they crashed and like they had to, like you know to, to survive the those who had died they had to like eat them oh you never heard that movie alive Look no it up. oh my lord look it up yeah it's a true story um and so there's that movie that that was pretty uh dramatic uh castaway has a very dramatic um plane crash with um tom hanks who should not have survived that if you watch <laughs> that movie there's no way in hell he survived that he was not even strapped in his freaking seatbelt. He was like, that's just stop, stop with you, you know, just stop. But how fast what like planes go? They like, go like 200, 300 miles per hour. Might be way more than that, actually. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, you know, and, yeah. They, and they're nose diving into the, the ocean and somehow he does not slam into like some type of like blunt object. Yeah, please stop, stop. Final destination. I was the, just about uh, to say first that. One. Yep. I was just about to say that. Terrifying. Uh, everybody's. Everybody's favorite Netflix show from this past summer, uh, uh, Manifest. Haven't seen it. Did not watch any Netflix until recently. Yep. That's that's revolving around a plane crashing. Well, you, we'll leave it at plane crashing. Okay, there's, right, cool. there's more to it, but yeah, if you if you watch the show, you know. And then yeah, like you know, it's so flight and like you know, he cuts through like the storm and gets like you know the sun. That's basically what our pilot did. I was like, I was really impressed. Also, I was right next to like, the. Um, like the two engines were in the far back above um, the plane, not under the wing. And so I'm like, once we got to like the accurate um, altitude, I just looked, kept looking back at the clouds and like we we're over the, and let's look at the, the sky and space and the sun. 
I'm like, damn, this is really cool. Pilots are really impressive. What time did you get to the airport, and how long was your total wait time? Gosh, I can't even remember what time I got to the airport. What time did I get to the airport? It was like early in the morning. But like the flight, because like you know, you know, I missed the first flight, which was I hated the fact that I missed that flight. But the second flight was supposed to be uh, around two, but they, you know, I didn't get on. The third flight, no, the, the no, the second flight was around eleven. The the flight that I got on was around two, but it didn't leave until five because of the delays and because of, like the mechanical issues. So you were definitely in the airport for like a work shift, basically. Yeah. And I was basically working, you know, I went to like, you know, I just started working. I was like, all right, there's no big deal. You know, let my people know that um, the situation, you know, like, all right. Uh, when we got to Chicago, cause I never been to Chicago, right. We're getting ready to land. Boy, I know they call it the Windy City. That's no joke. Cause that plane was swerving left and right when he was trying to land. I was like, man, I don't know if we're going to hit the, are we going to hit the runway? Or are we going to like, like run into some type of field or whatever? Cause that plane was just like swerving left and right when we tried to like land. I was like, oh my God, please let us get down safely. You know, but it was cool. But then I had to catch the connecting flight. So the key about this flight was, and I'm going to wrap this up real quick. The key about this flight was uh, um, to get that connected flight. I had to hit, I had to catch that plane that um the one that was uh was delayed and so i was basically doing uh my best rendition of home alone running to the airport in o'hare to get to my the other side to my connecting flight which yeah. when i got there the guy at um bwi was like uh you know just explain that you know what happened you know you're on uh, standby and all that stuff they'll take care of you those two people those two ladies who were uh, at american airlines yeah i'm calling them out they were some of the most rudest people i've ever met horrible customer service i told asla one lady like hey um you know i was on standby with the uh, last flight because i missed my first flight and she cut me off well guess what i'm not in charge of this flight you gotta go get in line uh okay it's a long line too and then another lady came up asked her something similar and she said look i'm i'm not in charge of this you gotta talk to someone else <laughs> what the fuck are you and the lady oh, was like geez geez he's like she's like damn they bit my head off and then even the other girl who was helping me out, I was trying to explain the situation. Because then she was like, well, how come you missed your first flight? Because I missed my first flight. As if she was not going to let me on this flight. That's how she was acting. It's like, uh, it, was, it was kind of weird. Because I was like, almost like questioning me. Like, I'm in the principal's office. No, I'm a paying customer. I missed my flight. All right. Things happen. I was on standby. And there's more than enough seats left on this flight. What's the problem? Because let me tell you, what you're not going to do is have me stranded in Chicago because you're not going to let me on a flight because I missed my flight. That's not what you're not going to do. So, you know, you let me on a flight. Got to California. California was cool. Anybody who knows me uh, knows I am a huge fan of a particular team down in Atlanta. Or as the folks down there say, Atlanta. They don't, there's no T's. There's no T's. <laughs> so, you know, the broadcast would be like, Atlanta. No, Atlanta. <laughs> Which is like spelled A-L-A-N-A. <laughs> Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> but um, my Braves... After 26 years, we finally freaking did it. Oh, I didn't think I would see this day. You know, I was thinking like, damn, the day I have kids, will my Braves actually have a World Series, another World Series title? Or will I still be yearning for another title? And my kids, you know, become like fans of other teams. But we finally did it. Tuesday was a very, very emotional evening. Before I get too deep into this, right? 
you know, quick fast forward, um, um, fast um, um, rewind. Last year, they made it to the NLCS. It was like the first time, like that season was the first time I actually became emotionally reattached to the Braves. Because I, you know, um, Bamani Jones? Of course, yeah. So as you know, yes, from, yeah, as you know, he's like from Atlanta, right? So yep. uh, he's very adamant about getting off the narcotic, which is the Falcons bandwagon. Like when the Falcons blew that Super Bowl, that Monday he was like, "Falcons fans, I'm here. I'm gonna help you get off the narcotic. Leave the Falcons alone." And so he's been adamant about that. So people think he's like anti like Atlanta sports. No, he loves Atlanta sports. He just can't deal with the heartache and heartbreaks anymore, which I agree because there's a lot in that city when it comes to sports. The Braves are no different. He actually admit the only narcotic, the only narcotic that he can't get, give up is the Braves. He still loves the Braves. And a lot of folks, you know, people talk about um, the lack of African-Americans playing baseball. But down, down south, there's a lot of black folks who still follow baseball mainly because of the Braves, mainly because of TBS and like just their dominance in the 90s. Even though they only won World, World Series, but they were, I think they were there seven times in the 90s, I believe. I think 91, sure. 92, I think 90, I, I, I don't, I think 93, I don't think 93. I think they, they got bounced in the NLCS. Mm. 94 was a strike, 95, they won it. 96, they lost to the Yankees. In 99, they uh, got swept by the Yankees. And so after that, they were not, they didn't even get out the first round. They would get, like, I mean, they would get beat down by so many different teams, man. It, like, they'll have 100 wins. It get pounced, like, trucked by, like, an 81 team or 88 one team, you know, a lesser team. And I just couldn't, you know, so I had to stop watching them. I really did. Like, I couldn't be a part of it anymore. So. Uh, so like last season when it got to the uh, NLCS and they were up three one against the Dodgers, I was like, they're gonna do it, and they blew the lead, which was devastating. Just another gut punch to Atlanta, that was, Georgia, or to Georgia sports. That was devastating, you know. And I told, I think I told my uh, coworker, like, this felt like the Super Bowl. That's how bad it. I think that's how they, you know, I was just like, I'm, I'm done. And so like this season, right? Um, Akoya got hurt. We went to the went to the Braves game, Braves Nats early on in the season. We did, yes, yeah, we did. You know, um, when Elzuno was still on the team mm-hmm. before he started doing things that he shouldn't be doing. You know, he he really set him. He, he screwed himself over. He screwed himself over. He's not getting a ring. He's not getting a ring. And so as he as he shouldn't. Yeah, he's not getting a ring. Sorry, buddy. But yeah, when he got back to the NLCS against the Dodgers and went up yet again three one. Um, and then, like, they lost, it was, like, 3-2, and, like, it was game six in Atlanta. I was, like, please, please, please close it out. I mean, that alone was, like, icing on the cake. I was just so satisfied because the Dodgers had their number. But then we beat the Astros. It's, you know, I I still don't – I still can't um... – you know, by the way, you hating-ass MFR, you didn't even congratulate me. I was going to get – I was going to get to it. I was letting you get your spiel out here. No, you didn't say no text message. People – let me tell you, the night when the Braves clinched, right, I got all these text messages from all these different people. Kelly Collins, who was, like, one of the biggest Nats fan, congratulated me. But my boy – like, when you when y'all won the World Series, I was there for y'all when y'all won the World Series. You know, I was at Game 5, and I was at the parade, and I congratulated you when they won. I think, as a matter of fact, I think I congratulate you. I text you. Okay, no, 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 not start lying. I feel like I text you at least before the next episode, because then we did a whole episode on the, the um, World Series. 
We did. We did. Uh, all right. So I'll put it this way. I'm bitter. I was bitter. I was bitter through the whole, through all, all the way through the NLCS, it, all the way into the World Series. I was bitter because y'all's team had that feeling that we had. The feeling of why not us? And the feeling of like everything was going your way against all odds. You're out here beating Max Scherzer. You're beating Walker Bueller. You're beating Lance McCullers. You're beating all these teams' best pitchers without your best players. It, it just, it just, it, it had that feeling. I was just bitter because I just knew it was going to result in you guys winning the World Series. And then you get to, um, you know, you get to that point in the World Series where you were down three one, or excuse me, where you were up three one, and I was like, "There's a sliver of hope. There's a sliver of hope that maybe, just maybe." <laughs> Atlanta sports will do it again. <laughs> I was, I was reading, and you know, I'm gonna tell you something. Something you you, you, you touched on it because a lot of people wanted that to happen. A lot of people, you know, wanted that to happen. Which because is, because Georgia sports is a, Georgia sports has become a meme with 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 all their you know shortcomings and 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 failures despite regular season success um, in their various sports over the years. So you know it it would have it would have definitely made it entertaining, but. At the end of the day, it was clearly obvious that the entire nation was rooting yes. for Atlanta. Yes. You know, it just was it was what it was. As bitter as I am, the entire nation was rooting for Atlanta. Houston obviously, you know, Cheaters. dealt with all their their stuff from cheating and here they are losing to a second NLS team, NLS, NL East team in the in the last three years at home uh, in the World it. Series. Yeah. At home. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, yeah. now now they're becoming the meme. You know, the meme is yeah. flipped on them. Yeah, you can't you can't do it out stealing signs, huh? Huh, Houston? Huh? <laughs> so, so I've you know, sorry, Megan, but the, the, the night of <laughs> the uh, night of the World Series and those few days after, I was I was bitter. I'm like stupid Atlanta sports. Like, oh, I just hate the <laughs> I hate the Braves so much. And I mean, I, 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 I the, the the Braves the Braves are of the NL East teams, the teams in the same division as the Washington Nationals. The Braves were one of those teams that has always haunted me just because of some of the games that you guys have had uh, against us over the decades or excuse me over this last decade where you know both of our teams have been good we've both been you know basically shuffling at least you guys win it once we win it next and you guys win it again it's it, it's Everyone's it's kind of philly been might jump in there yeah, no philly well, stinks well, well they, they you mean the Mets? you mean the mets the mets okay. have jumped in yeah, there a few times yeah yeah, yeah yeah um but uh, you know, I, I would consider the Braves more of a rival to the Nationals than any of the other three NL East really? teams. Well, I guess I guess that makes that makes sense because like Philly and like the Mets are you know they're right down the street from each other, and so um, that that kind of makes sense. Um, and and just in, just in terms of the success that the two the two of our teams have had over the last decade. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we're closer to being rivals than us and the Mets or us and the Phillies or us and the Marlins. Definitely not the Marlins, obviously. And, well, the Marlins and Braves are going to always have. They're not really a rival to us, but because they won before, well, before the Braves clinched their second world title, the Marlins, which blows my mind, have two World Series titles. Yeah, and then immediately yes, they blow up, blew up their team after the fact. Mm-hmm. So that is to irritate the hell out of me. But now we're even with them. I believe um, I'm not sure who, how many teams of the NL East have um, the most titles. I want to say Philly. I want to say Philly, but I'm not entirely sure. Maybe you can check that out. Check that for us. But um, like the Marlins, they just keep hitting Ronald Acuna Jr. 
and then he tore his ACL in um in Miami, and they have they posted some video where um when Ronald like tears his leg up, they battered, has an inside the park home run, and they had that video up for the longest time. It was like, dude, the only reason he got an inside the park home run because Ronald tore his leg and he was in agonizing pain, and like the, the outfielder went to go assist him. This is not the video you want to have up there, and they eventually took it down. But I agree with you. Um, the Nationals are more of the rivals for the Braves than anyone else. In the 90s, in the late 90s, it used to be the Mets because um, 98, 99, even the 2000, like the Mets used to be the closest thing to like of competition to the Braves. But like the Braves just dominated like 14 straight division titles. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. But I mean, I'll say this much. Looking back at those teams compared to this team, I feel like those teams didn't have, they, I feel like they almost played scared. When things, when things got tough, like I feel like they, they, well, they choked. Honestly, these. I know the Tomahawk chops been in the news lately again. I'm not sure you've been following. Yeah, you've been following some of my uh, interactions with some some of our uh, friends of other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen the discussions between yeah. you and South Breeze. Yeah, yeah, it's not, mm-hmm. no, South Breeze or 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 Marcus, meaning mm-hmm. Marcus. You know, and like, yeah, it's all love. It's all love. But it's like, all right, it's like, man, look here, I get it. It's like we're not the only franchise that do it. And so, but I, but I mean, we're the most known out of like nationally. The Kansas City Chiefs do it all the time. I mean, they call theirs the Arrowhead Chop, but they don't get, they don't get, they get, they get heat, but not as much heat as the Braves. And that's the only point I was trying to make in that statement. I'm not trying to do a what about Chicago moment about uh, the chop, but uh, it's like we're not the only team that does it, but we are being picked on because one is Atlanta and it's the Braves, you know. Yeah. And people just, you know, it just, it just one of those things where I don't quite understand. I respect those who don't, you know, who feel like they're offended by it. I'm not saying they should do it because they don't, to be honest, they don't, they don't, they got rid of the Tomahawks. And matter of fact, I think the discussion we had was like about um, the the St. Louis Cardinals player who is um, half Native American and he just thought it was offensive. And so like the Braves immediately, by the way, the Braves were playing the Cardinals in that series, the NLDS, and the Braves immediately um, stopped handing out foam Tomahawks, which personally I used to love because, you know, when you be on beat, when it's on sequence, is this? Look- oh yeah, it's a great fan experience. Yeah, and yeah. so so I understood. I was cool with it, but he played for the St. Louis Cardinals, which is in the state of Missouri, right? St. Louis is in Missouri, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Where's Kansas City? Because Kansas City is not in Kansas. Kansas is right. Missouri. It's a, it's also in Missouri, correct? So my point was, all right, yeah, he may be offended by this, but is he as vocal about this as he will be with the Kansas City Chiefs that do the um, the chop? Or was this more of a gamesmanship thing to like get in the minds to um, neutralize the home crowd in Atlanta? Right. That was that was kind of my point. You know, it could be a little bit of both. That's interesting. I didn't, and it, didn't think of that. And that's all I was trying to say. You know, and I, I'm trying. You know, I think I think um, Marcus was like, uh, they could come up with a different cheer that's not that doesn't involve racism. All right, cool. All right, but my point still is my point. It's like it could have been a little bit of um, him being offended, but also no, everyone knows coming to Atlanta, that's what they're gonna do. So try to like, take the crowd out of it. Yeah, if you're gonna force the Braves to, to 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 get rid of it, you gotta force the Chiefs. You gotta force Florida State, and and probably any other high school that has a tomahawk as their school logo, because I'm pretty sure there's plenty of them around the nation. Still, there's still plenty of them, and so you know that's all I gotta say about that. But like, yeah, I remember how like the Nats had like. The World Series patches on their jersey at the the, um, the NAS store. I didn't realize they didn't do it this year for this World Series. 
I really wanted to, like, they have a patch for the hat, which I obviously going to buy, but they have like, the jerseys patch for like the World Series patch. And I, you know, I, I kind of I wanted that. Well, since, since then, I believe the MLB has changed jersey uh sponsors jersey jersey makers it used to that was so back yeah 2019 was the last year where it was under majestic and since then it's been nike doing jerseys that's right that might be why nike probably has them doing on the hats instead of the jersey now inside information my man Darius. that's why you're the sports guy because we're discussing (laughs) that on twitter like how come they're not doing the jerseys anymore because like that's like the best part is like you know you get the jersey the um, world series patch on the jersey especially if you team one yeah but no i'm gonna buy the hat i'm gonna buy the regular um the regular hat and then i'm gonna buy the navy blue hat it's like i don't i don't spend a lot of money on world series merchandise (laughs) i'm i'm telling you right now i didn't go to i didn't go to parade but i'm gonna spend a whole lot of money this holiday season on the merch i mean all the merch is already sold out so i just gotta wait patiently you know i think i think on cyber monday is gonna be a day where they can probably they're gonna um re-up and i'm absolutely gonna just give them all my money you know i used to give the falcons a lot of my money with their, their gear no, 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 not no. The phrase on my first love, and they actually got it done. Ah, there's you already know when the Braves come to town next season, me and you're gonna be there, and you know I'm gonna be acting a damn fool. You thought it was insufferable this year, and embarrassing this year when they um, Azuna hit that grand slam. So there was so embarrassed. I was like, I was so embarrassing. Just unbelievable. Wait, wait till wait till this season, and you know what? I'm gonna make. One last comment, then I'm gonna let you finish. A lot of people were mocking us because of the tomahawk chop. I remember I was waiting for you to come from the station. Yes, best believe you're gonna hear that. This you're gonna hear very loud when we get to um, that part. If y'all didn't like us before, oh, you ain't gonna like us now. Well, as as bitter as I am, because we were able to hold a World Series championship over y'all for the last couple of years after. All of our years of being division rivals, where you guys have basically owned the division rival, the division rivalry. We've we've had a couple of years where we out outdueled you, but I think overall the Braves have been better in this rivalry between the Braves and Nationals. Uh, so despite how bitter I am, at the end of the day, you guys did what you had to do. It was your year. Congratulations! It's long, you long suffering Atlanta fan, you long suffering Georgia sports fan. You were overdue, and you got your ring. So congratulations. And there's going to go throw up now. <laughs> Did you hear about that? The tragedy that happened in Houston from Astroworld? And for those who don't know, Astroworld is Travis Scott festival. But yeah, I think about eight people died or confirmed dead from that, um, from like being stampede and or Whoa. passing out. I think one went into cardiac arrest. Yeah, there's a it's 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 a really messy situation. There's a lot of stuff being released about this. So some of it had to do with yes, people, uh, people being trampled during a stampede in which the fans that were trying to get into this festival that was apparently over uh, overbooked in terms of attendance. There was well over fifty thousand people in attendance for this, and I don't think that this festival was meant to hold fifty thousand people. But uh, yeah, people had broke through the gates and 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 caused a stampede trying to get through the vip gates and yeah there were people that suffered from that there was also these rumors of uh i i believe and i i could be wrong but i believe there was rumors that someone in the crowd was going around sticking people with needles and that it's in itself is just unbelievably crazy i i don't, I don't even know how 
I don't know. These festivals, this this festival culture is all revolved around <laughs> drugs and, and and getting blasted and being high and 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 being drunk. But for somebody to be going around sticking people randomly with needles is unbelievable if that's true. I read that too, and I, I don't want to believe it because that's, that's Twitter. You know, Twitter is not the most accurate source of um, information. But I saw a video where people got up on like the, where the camera was shooting the concert. People climb up to like the, that, that um, I'm not sure what you call it. Uh, the, wherever the, the stand they were on, the camera stand, the platform and say, hey, tell them to stop the show. Tell them to stop the show. And the cameraman like, get down, get down. And try to, you know, try to like swat them away. Like literally there's a girl and a guy like, tell them to stop the show. Tell them to stop the show. And the cameraman, it, which looks really bad on the cameraman, but it's a tough situation because his job is to, like, you know, have the camera on the talent. And, of course. And, like, he can't really, it's like, it's, it looks bad on him. It looks bad, but I used to run, I used to do, like, camera work also, so I kind of understand, like, the dilemma. But there's a lot of heads that are going to roll from this. And tra- I think Travis, like, he, he's devastated, absolutely devastated, you know. And um, it just, I was telling a story about, like, the last time I went to Broccoli City Fest. We talk about Broccoli City all the time on the show because it's a local yeah. festival here in D.C., mm-hmm. which got canceled um, this year yet again. I'm not sure how many more times they're going to be doing it because it's, you know. But I remember, um, I think I told this story before where, like, there was a surge in the crowd. Like, someone, something happened, and people just started running. And, like, the surge of the crowd just started going in the direction I was at. And I just hid behind a tree because they're not going to take that. They're not going to take down a tree. And so like the surge just went right past the tree and I was like, fine. I can't imagine, you know, seeing something like that happen, not paying attention and get trampled over. That is just like, it's unbelievable. And I saw someone said, it's not funny. It's nothing about this is funny, but someone like, damn, Travis, Travis Scott's music don't even be hidden like that for you to be dying over to see him in a festival. Well, something I, something I saw a lot of tweets about was uh, just, the environment that his concerts promote is described as rage culture. I saw and that. I saw. I, yeah, I, I saw. I saw a lot of tweets that said that, and it kind of confused me at first. But I guess it kind of makes more sense as I read more. Where you know, I, I guess rage culture is associated with mosh pits and and again breaking through fences and not giving a damn and uh, uh, what is it called? Crowd surfing. It, <sighs> I don't know, man. It's, it's just really sad. I, I know I'm pretty sure one of the, the people that was uh, confirmed uh, killed in this mess was a 10 year old boy. Oh First of all, I, 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 I can't imagine letting a 10 year old be at a festival like that. I saw a video where there was a five year old at that festival. It's like, dude, it's still we're still in a pandemic, regardless of how you feel about it. That's a lot of people. A lot, that's of, a people. lot of people. And like, who knows? Even with the parade with down at, um, down in Atlanta, I know I don't, I don't want to go back down the segment, but there was, nobody had masks on. So I think COVID Thanksgiving on a, on a hit Georgia in about two weeks same thing with um you know houston especially if they're not you know you know vaccinated one way or the other but it's just not safe it's just i can't i don't i don't know what it would take for me to go to another festival i'm already older enough they older anyway so it's like i don't like doing stuff like that anymore yeah it's um, not high but, on the priority list at this point you know, of our age you know i'm, I'm still <laughs> might see a concert here and there but like I want to have a seat. I don't want to be standing. You know, I used to do HFS back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, 
that's a lot of standing, you know, even like the what's the other one in Philadelphia made in America, Labor Day. Weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like stuff like that. I would like to go to, but he's standing all freaking day, dehydrated, you're high, you're drunk. And you know, it's just something like you're not at your, you're not with your right mind. Most likely. So if you, something like that, some type of chaos, people are like running in like a surge in the crowd. First of all, I mean, I've been around, we've been in concert where like you see the, the crowd surge to get closer to like the front. They're not going to bring you on stage. You're not going to get any closer. They're not going to see you. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And like, I've been in concerts at concerts where stuff like that happened. Like, you know, you got people sweating all over you and people like farting left and right. And it's like, it's, it's not a good, it's not, it's not what it's all cracked up. It's not. I, I worked, uh, I worked a festival back in uh, 2008, 2009, uh, probably 2000, 2007, 2008, Rothbury Festival in Michigan. Uh, our, our, the company that we worked for, which provided food and beverage for this festival, uh, drove us all out there on a bus to work it. And our, I mean, the living situation was we camped out in a campsite, a staff campsite in tents and stuff. I mean, like, like you said, it's, 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 it's one of those festivals where it's, it's standing all day. There's these stages all over the place throughout the woods. It was a miserable experience. I, I don't understand how people... <laughs> enjoy those enjoy those festivals but like you said it's, it's all about a part of those experiences is all about being under influences that i guess you just don't care when you're under those influences it's like coachella the only coachella i would have probably gone to I, I, I don't care i don't really care the first time i even heard about coachella was like when they had the hologram of um tupac which was cool for for what it's worth but it was just, you know it's kind of weird also it's like all right you know but uh, I would have gone to like um, the Beyonce one. That would have been something I would, because like, I think that was such a fantastic show. And I'm not like, I mean, I'm a fan, but like, you know, I'm not a part of like, you know, Beehive or anything like that. But like, that was like a careful, really- Careful, careful. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> tread, tread carefully. Tread carefully. I'm treading carefully. I do not want to get stung. You know, get swarmed. I don't want, no women will eat you alive. Uh, but that was such a great uh, show. I was like, damn, that would have been something I would have, I would have stand like, you know, for like eight hours, may- well, seven hours, maybe maybe you know i probably would just try to get up front but i'm like man what the hell i care it's like no i just want to be in as long as you're in like the same like you know in the venue that's cool enough like my mom told me a story like you like way back in the day uh, in atlanta like the jackson five came up you know came to the um the omni so like, yeah man we were out there so she's like man you can smell the trees and that you know people, people getting high it was like he's like oh she's like oh it was a great experience she like loved it you know she like, saw michael and you know uh, and uh, tito and them doing the dance doing all like their hits She's like, yeah, that was a fantastic experience. I'm like, dang, you saw Michael Jackson? She's like, yeah, that's before he, uh, he went solo and became bigger mm-hmm. than everything. Um, and like, just think about like those, you know, like those Michael Jackson concerts back in the day, like, you know, like the swarm of people passing out, fainting. Some of them were fainting for him, but a lot of people were like also very dehydrated and very much drunk and high and under the influence. And so they got to get carried out of like the, um, carry out of the, um, the crowd is like you know yeah so a lot of that was from michael but then a lot of people also very much under the influence and it's just like all right i mean again i'm a little i'm older now i don't even drink anymore and so it's like i might have a beer once in a while but like i don't really drink it's like i just don't and so uh not knocking anybody who do drink but it's, i just no longer it's not it's not something that i'll you know if i had, i thought i can have one i could probably have like two beers and i'll be like buzz 
but that's not but it's like it's like it's not it's not something this is not something i'm i'm into anymore like that so going to like a concert like that you know i you know i like i know Derek, you can say something i'm sorry well, i was just gonna, i was just gonna say oh, something else that i'm seeing though is a lot of people are blaming travis for not stopping his concert and i, I just kind of wonder what he's supposed to do you know he for one, I mean, how is he supposed to know? Right. He's he's up there performing. He sees, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's uh, there's video and stuff. Or I think I've seen video of like he's performing on, you know, on the stage and sees people being carried and crowd surfed up to the to to you know paramedics and things like that. But how can he tell? How can he tell that it's a you know this is a a person that passed out or if it's just some somebody who's legitimately crowd surfing you know yeah, yeah, yeah. he can't tell he's in the middle of a performance so it's he's it's not fair to him. I, I do it's not it's not fair to him that he's getting so much flack for for that now you know uh, what kind of influence he has on these on these folks that attended this that that have caused all the mess you know that's that's a, that's, that's a different story that's a whole different story right yeah. exactly but yeah yeah so uh, unless unless somebody buzzed in his ear and was like hey travis there's a lot of there's a lot going on down there we need to shut this down i don't think there's much else he could do but to put on a show so i don't know it's 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 a rough situation uh I, you gotta think there's a chance that maybe this changes festivals going forward i don't have 100 percent faith that it will but Maybe there will be some lessons learned just in terms of how things are handled and maybe some increased security and increased screening at some of these festivals going forward after the the, the tragedy that took place down in Houston. Yeah, I mean, only time will tell. You know, I, I, again, it's 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 so unfortunate. It's, I, I feel bad for everybody. Like, you know, like my, my mom always be worrying about me and my brother. Like when we go out, like he goes out a lot. Like he he's at the stage where he's out every Friday night, every Saturday night. I'm past that stage. I'm like, oh, I'd rather stay home. I'd rather be on the Xbox. I'd rather watch Netflix. He's, my brother, like, he's out and about. He's he's in the city. Um, my mom's always worried. Like, she's worried all the time. It's like, I remember she said the other day to me, she's like, Carlos, now I understand why my parents used to be so concerned when I used to be out and about. Because that's where I'm at that point. And I'm like, well, mom, you know, things, don't worry. Things are gonna, everything's going to be fine. But I'm not sure one day I'll feel the same way. You, your kid, your child goes, your, your kid, teenager, or your adult child goes to a show, it don't come back. Yeah. You know, that is, I, I, I understand. I understand. I, I get the concern. This should have never happened. So, you know, that, man, it's just unfortunate. You know, I, that's why I like, you know, going to like small venues now. DC has a lot of small venues from 930 Club, the Anthem, the Fillmore, Howard Theater. There's so many small, intimate settings. Those are the type of shows I like to go to. Those yeah. intimate settings. It's like, you know, it's like it'll be a big crowd, but not to the point where you're getting stampede, you know, and it's like you still have a good time. And like a lot of times, those small, again, those smaller venues are. It's, it's, to me, it's more intimate anyway. I saw the late DMX. I was very close to him, you know, in a very intimate setting. You know, I, I, I love that. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the future of festivals and stuff like that. So, where can you follow can the, dis- followed- the disgruntled? Nats fan. You can you can follow this disgruntled Washington sports fan at the underscore game eight three six on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, and on YouTube. You can follow me. Um, cause the curse is now broken <laughs> at that brother Los on IG and Twitter. Um, you can email us at yes, another podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media at on Twitter at yes, another pod and on IG. Yes. Another podcast. And 
follow us um, on the Real Fun DC app. So um, be on the lookout for that. And make sure to like and give us those reviews. Hey, we want to read the reviews now. We want to read them, bad boys. <laughs>